0: Welcome to the Detecting History Podcast Extras.
1: Hey everybody, happy Wednesday and welcome to the midweek episode of the Detecting History Podcast. I hope you're all well. This week we have the Extras episode that was uh, recorded with Carl, the mental detector. So if you want to listen to the main episode, go back to the episode that was launched on Sunday the 1st of October, where you would hear all about Carl and his detecting career and also about the fantastic charity he co-founded called We Are Hummingbird. Um, we will hear more about Carl's perfect detecting day, and then I'll go into a bit more detail about the item placed on the ultimate bucket lister list by Carl, which was a gold noble. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Detecting History Podcast. Extra Carl, the mental detector. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Captain? I'm good. Thank you very much for asking. I'm really keen to hear all about what your perfect detecting day looks like. So the gods are with you. It's just going to be brilliant. Your diary is clear. Today is all about you and it's going to be fantastic. So first question is, what time do you set your alarm for? The crack of dawn yeah you're I an am, early bird
0: I, I, i'm a morning person i don't do late nights i do early mornings
1: Yeah. nice 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 yes i absolutely love getting up when i can i've been pressing the snooze button too often recently carl this is my downfall <laughs> <Easily done>. <laughs> <laughs> i need like seven alarms a long way away from me it seems at the moment <laughs> you can get them when It's like a little robot and it'll um
0: it, it, the alarm goes off and it shoots off and runs away you have to kind of like run after it to press
1: i need one of those i need one of those because i can't wake up the other half i'll be in trouble if i do <laughs> so i'll be dashing <laughs> after it that will work that would work <laughs> brilliant see you're an early bird you get up do you like to have a bit of breakfast before you get going or you're not a breakfast person
0: I'm a naughty one. I sometimes don't bother with breakfast. Mm-hmm. And they say it's the best meal of the day, but yeah, I'm usually not that hungry in the morning.
1: I've got a secret to tell you, Carl. The best meal of the day came from a promotion thing from Kellogg's. It's all a con.
0: <laughs> oh, there we go, <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: Yeah. i fine. That surprise
0: but I work in marketing, so yeah, I fully understand <laughs> that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of... Um, intermittent fasting recently and listening to podcasts on that as well and a lot of people say that they go well but the the, you know breakfast is the best meal of the day so that's where i am or the most important meal of the day and they're like no no that was all just a promotion tool you're used by Kellogg's and then everybody took that as a medical thing and it's not at all not right, yeah. yeah yeah no so I'm with you I'm with you so you do you have it like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or something and just head out the I'll, door. I'll, I'll have
0: one coffee I usually have one coffee in the morning
1: that's yeah. the
0: only time I'll have a coffee I can't drink too much of it no um, I can have a cup of tea start of the day, but I can't have coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah. Coffee's mad, isn't it? I was yeah. talking to someone today and um they just had a Costa and you could totally tell. <laughs> they were they were super happy and talking really fast and very direct. Yeah. <laughs> um and then, you know, you get the these energy drinks and I, I just I, I picked one of them up. I won't say the brand, because I don't want to say the brand of this. I picked one of them up, looked how much caffeine was in it, and then I Googled it, and it turned out it had six coffees worth of caffeine in this oh, one wow. can. And I know people that drink four of those a day. And I was oh, just like, oh, my goodness. Palpitations. city. Yeah, palpitations, City. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. You'd just be trembling, wouldn't you, all day? <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Okay, cool. So you've got up, you've gone down, you've had your cup of coffee, you haven't yet opened the curtains. So when you open the curtains, what does it look like for you outside? What's your dream sort of weather conditions? Blue sky,
0: not hot. I like, I like winter. Yeah. Well, as long as there's blue sky, I, there can't be too much frost to the point where you actually can't dig. Mm hmm when when it's when it's the beginning of winter and it's just started getting frosty, you can yeah. see your breath, you put all layers and layers of clouds on. Yeah. Um, that's perfect conditions for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. Lovely, isn't it? We we're just coming into that now actually. The last couple of mornings it's been a bit like that. And I'm just like, oh yeah. As the
0: saying goes, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing choices. Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's all about the layers, right? And then your waterproofs if you're going to need them. Layers. And then, if it's raining, just
0: make sure you've got your warm clothes and your waterproofs on, then you'll be yeah, perfectly dry. you'll
1: be p- perfectly fine. Absolutely. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you, you're out and you're going to your dream field. Is your dream field ploughed, stubble, pasture? What does it look like to you?
0: Pasture for me. I, I like I like a challenge of digging. I'm not a big fan of plowed because it's just you can just kind of kick it and there's, there's no there's no digging involved. It, it takes the fun <laughs> out of it for me. It's it's harder to find things because obviously it's not been turned over for
1: yeah well,
0: if it's ever been turned over. Um, but yeah, I just like I like a challenge. I like, to, I like to work for whatever's in that hole.
1: <laughs> You've earned it for sure. And, <laughs> and with your plug, do you go for a big old hole or do you go for a three-sided plug, four-sided hole? What do you do?
0: Three, always three-sided for me. Yes. Yeah, keeps That's the nice. grass, keeps the one side of the grass intact so it grows back, so <laughs> it doesn't leave big brown patches everywhere.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Less yeah. of a mess as well, right? Less of a mess. Yes. Yeah, You can just yeah, back, yeah. In, back in. The issue being, you forget where you've been, and if you've left anything in the hole or whatever, (laughs) you need to make sure you're logging it, don't you, when you've found something. (laughs) (laughs) Turn around and go, I haven't actually been anywhere. That's a good sign you're doing a good job. Um, Okay, and we've spoke about this a bit on the main episode, but do you prefer on your dream detecting day to be on your own, with a buddy, or on a group dig? I think it depends on what kind of mood I'm in
0: um yeah i think most of the time i like to be on my own but if i'm feeling not as introverted or not as socially anxious then i like to be with a group
1: yeah and charge off with those people for a bit and then you can be solo after that
0: yeah yeah i think the thing is though even if i was feeling a bit socially socially anxious going out with a group kind of rectifies that if that makes sense. It 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 makes me feel something that I I didn't think that I would feel. Yeah, yeah. And it it's actually a benefit without me even knowing. Mm. Um, See, so yeah, I think it, I, I just play it by ear. Sometimes if I wake up and or if I want to go on a group dig one weekend, then yeah, I'll I'll do yeah. that. But like I say, I'm I'm lucky enough to have a couple of my own permissions, so I like to just take myself off there and got a little world of yeah
1: you've got options that's good to have options yeah. absolutely yeah awesome okay and so your perfect duration of your dig what's that looking like for you are you an all-day man or four hours i can be it depends on what i'm finding
0: or if i'm finding <laughs> anything and also perseverance yeah. is key but sometimes it gets to the point where you like you can only take so much. <laughs> it's been funny. Like I've been, I've often said, like I, this is going to be my last haul at Diner because I found nothing, and I'll find like a little silver three pence or six pence mm. and it'll kind of give me that energy to carry on going for a little bit longer yeah i think if i'm on a group day, i'll do a full day but if i'm on my own permissions i can just kind of go for like a two or three hours yeah or or in morning and then come back for lunch yeah
1: yeah that's a good point actually isn't it when you know you you've got easy access to go back again you can <laughs> keep it shorter but when you're on the group dig and it's yeah. somewhere you've never been before you want to take that opportunity don't you and be on there as long as you can yeah
0: because you know you're not going to be able to go back yeah
1: no. yeah that's right that's right no that's yeah. good that's good and so um what's a happy haul for you so what are you content with and you, you can go home with a smile on your face what are the kind of things you kind of want to have um
0: just some nice coins I quite mm. like finding Victorian pennies um, yeah yeah as, If they come up with like that lovely green patina, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: then I'm happy with that. Mm. Or or a little silver, a little silver sixpence or something.
1: That's always good, isn't it? To get a bit of silver. Yeah. I I was going to say, I like the Victoria's just because depending on where the coin is from in her reign, you obviously get the different images, don't you? So you get the young Vicky Vicky Bunhead, uh, the veiled Victoria. Yeah. So yeah, you can go through and you never know what you're going to get. It's funny, the veiled
0: ones are always rare for me. I always find Mm. bunnets. It's very
1: strange. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. I don't know if I've got an older one. Maybe they didn't mint as many. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Because there were so many in circulation anyway. Just keep them going, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Good point. Cool. So you're happy with a, a couple of coins and a Bruce yeah. bonus bit of silver makes your day. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Lovely. So you've had your dream day. Um. What's your home routine do you get home and collapse in a heap because you've done all those holes or do you go straight to cleaning up your finds and putting them away in your cabinet somewhere
0: i used to go straight to cleaning my finds, um but then i started getting a little bit lazy so i now have like an old christmas biscuit tin but they're all in there <laughs> in fact there's some in the um the, the door um the holder you know the pocket thing to the side of your doors and you can't the passenger side's full yeah. of stuff in there at the mall. <laughs> I need to sort <laughs> it all out. <laughs> I just don't have time. Because <sighs> I've got a, a little five-year-old girl, so i am got to occupy her for a bit. Uh, while well, My wife does stuff that she's not been able to do while I've been out, and then um, you just don't have time. So I need to set some time. get stuff side because there's loads of lead in there that doesn't need to be
1: in (laughs) that's it all the junk it's just like oh i should be getting rid of that (laughs) yeah yeah it's always fun and a privilege when i get to go out twice in a week but then that means twice as much clearing up of stuff and um because i was rearranging because my new cabinets behind me that box there it's, full, okay, it's yeah. full of stuff and I hadn't been in for it all for a while and I opened it up and there was all these bits of kitchen towel and I was like, what's that? And then I sort of opened them up and I was like, oh God, I forgot about that. And it was my finds from a day where I just put them on the kitchen and then the other half or me had just like plonked it in there and there was like two or three parts of it. I was like, I don't even remember what's in here. <laughs> but that'll be fun. One like stormy weekend, I'll go through that box and see what's in there. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's really down
0: stuff, isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So finally, and perhaps most importantly, what are your preferred digging snacks or what lunch do you take with you? What do you do?
0: I like to take a couple of pies out with me.
1: Ooh, pies. I've not had that before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, a couple of, a um, couple of Scotch pies. Ooh, what's in a Scotch pie? Morrison's, <clears throat> it's basically, it's like mince, mince beef, but they're quite flat mm. and the, like, they, have a, um, they have a crust on top that's. That's quite crunchy. Good. So I can I can cook a couple of them. And I'll eat them cold while I'm out. I'm not bothered. I'm not fussy about nice. that. Nice. just yeah, nice. And um a pack of green squares to go with them. <laughs>
1: green squares, the cheese and any ones. Yeah. <laughs> They're the best ones. Yeah, they are. They
0: just go <laughs> perfectly with the pie. I don't know what it is. It just works.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like your selection. And what about a drink? Do you just um, take water or something else? I,
0: well, I always have a bottle of water, but I have to have like an orange like said as well, just for that extra sugar boost while, Bit I, of while I'm out yeah. there. Yeah,
1: Just to... Just in case you find a hoard and you need some extra energy to uh, (laughs) get to the bottom of the hole. Oh, well, that's brilliant. Thank you very much, Carl. Thank you for telling us all about your perfect detecting day. I think everyone can agree that sounds like a great day. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you have a perfect detecting day sometime soon.
0: Thank you. Me too. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) All right. Take care. See you later. Bye. 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 Extras part two. Okay, so Carl put item number six on the ultimate bucket list list for us, and this was a gold noble. Ooh, the gold noble was first issued during the reign of King Edward III as part of his second coinage, and this was issued between 1344 and 1346. It circulated for about ninety years, and at the time, it had the value of six shillings and eight pence. The gold nobles were issued for the last time during the reign of King Edward IV. He reigned between 1461 and 1470. There was a gold shortage at this time. The gold coin that then took over from the gold noble during Edward IV's reign was uh, called the angel, and that coin was introduced in 1465. So I'd quite like to find an angel too. Detecting History A to Z we are now on the letter B. So, what are we going to talk about today with the letter B? We're going to talk about Boudica, the Bronze Age, and Britannia, of course. So, let's start with Boudica. Boudica meaning victorious woman in Bitharic or the ancient Celtic language of the time. Boudica was the queen of the ancient British Iceni tribe and led a failed uprising against the Romans around 60 or 61 CE. The Iceni tribe inhabited the area of East Anglia, which included Norfolk and parts of Cambridgeshire, Lincolnshire and Suffolk. The trouble started when Boudicca's husband, Prasutagus, died. He had left his kingdom, which was at the time an ally to Rome, jointly to his daughters and the then emperor, who was Cactus de Sanias. Rome ignored his will. The kingdom was annexed, property taken, And the Roman historian Tacitus documented that Boudicca herself was flogged and her daughters were raped. Boudicca led the Iceni tribe in their revolt, destroying what is now modern Colchester and St Albans before going on to destroy and burn down Londinium. The Roman general Gaius Suetonius was called in from a campaign he was leading in North Wales. Reportedly heavily outnumbered with his 10,000 or so soldiers, he defeated Boudicca and the rebels, who were reported to be some 100,000 strong in numbers. It's not known where the final battle for Boudicca's Iceni tribe was fought. It was thought they were defeated somewhere along the Roman road known as Watling Street on the junction of Foss Way in Leicestershire. Another location could be Warwickshire, another Northampton. One day a detectorist like you will find the location actually it could be you b for the bronze age so the bronze age is a time period known to be between 2000 bce to 700 bce and comes after the stone age so this is when humans started to use metal for tools and weapons bronze being an alloy so a mixture of metals and bronze is made up of 88% copper and 12% tin. After the Bronze Age comes the Iron Age. All us Detectorists, we all have Bronze Age axe heads or spearheads on our bucket list, a list of course. Okay, and the final B of today is Britannia. Britannia, a figure that so many of us know from the coins we dig up, but who is she? Britannia is the national personification of Britain as a female helmeted warrior. Uh, She's actually wearing a Corinthian helmet and she holds a shield and a trident. She first appeared on Roman coins of the 2nd century CE and then on coins issued by Charles II onwards. She originally held a spear but then this was replaced with a trident to represent the Royal Navy's many victories. The word Britannia place the name of Albium in Latin meaning the island of Great Britain in around 1 BCE. There you go that was three B's. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed looking into things and doing a bit of research to be able to bring you that today. All good fun and of course next week we'll look at the letter C. Until next time.